1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Brought to you by Screen X, exclusively at Market Ridge Cinema in New Berlin. Screen X provides moviegoers with a 270-degree viewing experience. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking visuals at Marcus Ridge Cinema's Screen X in New Berlin. Get your tickets at MarcusTheaters.com. Time to talk music news. He drags his ass out of bed every Friday morning. <laughs> yeah, got the drywall up there. <laughs> hey, Gary. How do you know I'm not still in bed? <laughs> well, we, we really I don't. Do. Have you ever it, done this segment in bed? Once or twice. Okay. All right, you've done um, it while you were laying in your bed. With yeah, mostly, like, I'm, mostly I'm up and around. I've, I've been up and around a, a few hours already. That's kind of like a John and Yoko peace-in sort of thing if you did that, right? I, I guess. If you did it in bed. That's, that's pretty That's pretty vaunted <laughs> company to be mentioned in. <laughs> I, I well, get we like to make you feel good. And, an, and, an, Im- and, an, and an image that most people should not have of me. I just you know, wanted you to think that you were in the same category with John Lennon in some that. way. I appreciate that. And so let's start with what's not going to happen. And you're talking about Rage Against the Machine, I'm assuming. And Britney. And Britney. Okay, so two, two aspects here. Uh, the other day, Brad Wilk, drummer for Rage Against the Machine, posted a message on his social media saying, hey, I know you, you're all out there waiting for us to announce new tour dates, but it's not going to happen. His exact words are, I want to let you know that Rage Against the Machine, Tim, Zach, Tom, and I will not be touring or playing live again. So is this the of, drummer just going off, or is this official? We don't, we don't know. Nobody, nobody else in the band nobody or knows. the band as a unit has commented on it. Um, which, and even if it's official, you don't have to not ever tour again if exactly. you feel in a couple of years like you want to tour again. Exactly. This was just the, you know, this is the latest in what's been, you know, a little bit of a, of a crazy lineage. Uh, you know, they were going to reunite and they were going to be on tour in 2020. Then the pandemic happened. Then they finally hit the road in 2022. Two shows in. Uh, Zach DeLaRocca, the front man, uh, you know, tore his Achilles tendon. He played the rest of the immediate dates sitting down, but then they've, ever since they've been canceling, you know, rescheduled dates. They were supposed to go back out next month, and they had canceled that last year, saying he's still recovering uh, from the torn Achilles tendon. But then, you know, you had. Boy, Aaron Rock- Rodgers isn't going to like to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> then you had the whole Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Uh, in the, in November, where Tom Morello, the guitarist, was the only one to show up and said, you know, like, you know, Rage Against the Machine is a band with a lot of different opinions, including whether we should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or not. So, you know, clearly something... So did something, some members of the band boycott the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction because they didn't think they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Kind of, or they don't believe in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, I see. Okay. Should okay. be yeah. a competition. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, but, but so for the time being, you know, Rage Against the Machine is no more. Again, this is about the fourth time that's happened. So we'll see what the future holds there. On the Britney Spears front, so early in the week, there were reports that she had recruited other songwriters, uh, Charlie XCX, Julia Michaels, Proven Hitmakers, to help write songs for a new album. Uh, turns out that is not the case. Brittany herself posted a message on social media saying that all that news is trash. They keep saying, I'm turning to random people to do a new album. And then she, she writes, I will never return to the music industry. When I write, I write for fun or I write for other people. 
So what does be, that mean? Well, it means she doesn't plan on being an artist in her own right, at least at this moment. It sounds like she's writing songs. She says she has 20, you know, some around that are for other artists. Uh, she had, and then, you know, she's made guest appearances. She did one with Elton John and one with Will I Am. And, you know, maybe that's her future as being a songwriter for others, making the occasional cameo, but not being out there as a full-fledged artist in her own right. Well, let's just examine that. Being in the spotlight <laughs> hasn't really served her that well. No, you know, it, it did a lot of bad things in her life, got her into a conservatorship. Uh, you know, things have certainly been fiery since the end of that conservatorship, too. So, you know, we'll see. Right. I, I find it hard to believe that the right touring offer will not come to her at some point. You know, yeah. like, here's the way to go out, whether it's a Vegas, another Vegas residency or, you know, Live Nation or whoever ponies up the right amount of money and the right concept for her to say, yeah, all right, I'll tour again. Um, but for now, she's saying she's never returning to the music industry. Never's a big word. So, And once again, if you say that... It and you mean. break that, it's not like prison time. Yeah, don't you? Unless to, maybe it is for her because she seems to have to operate under a You don't have to set up a court hearing to see if you can go out and tour again because you changed your mind or Correct. anything like yeah. that. Correct. So we'll see. But those, those were those were two big, you know, big, big, I guess, stories about not doing things. Let's say she does decide to go out and tour again. Would people be lining up to see her? I think she would do well. It's been a long time. And, you know, so I think there, there would be an appetite for it. I don't think she's a stadium act. You know, she's not a Taylor Swift or a Beyonce, but, you know, she's an arena act. And, and I think would do, would do well. All right, I'm going off script here for a second, Gary, because I heard this on my way in this morning. Cher's going to court this morning. Right, and this is, uh, this is to, you know, with a petition to do a conservatorship for her son, um, Elijah Blue. Uh, her only son with Greg Allman. Uh, you know, Cher contends that Elijah Blue's substance issues uh, have made it so that he really can't function and is a potential danger to himself. So she's uh, she's asking to take control. But he and says he is of sign, sound mind and he, body. He's saying that. Um, Why you know, does she say that's not true? What's happened? I, you know, she she's his mom. She may know things that we don't. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. <laughs> uh, but but so yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I mean, I think I, you know, Cher being being who Cher is and the way we've seen her comport herself for the most part, I don't feel like you know there there is some sinister plot here to take control of Elijah Blue's fortunes or anything like that. I, I do get the sense this is a genuinely concerned mother. Um, you know, looking out, looking out for her son. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Paul, Paul Stanley has has put his favorite Kiss albums out there and his least favorite least Kiss. Favorite. <laughs> so yeah, he, he was doing an interview earlier in the week uh, with a British magazine, and he said his favorite Kiss record, or what he feels is the best Kiss record, is Kiss Alive. He's saying that's the one where you know they really best translated what Kiss was onto a record. Uh, the two worst, he said, were Unmasked, which he said has was is tepid and has no balls to it. Okay. 
actually said actually the band at that point had no balls so al- so alive is the one he's taken to the desert island with Correct. him if you can only take one record if you, only, if you can only take one kiss record one kiss record right yeah That's... and then he also says the other the other worst one is the elder which was the misbegotten concept album that he he said was designed to impress critics which is a group that you know mm. which is a group of people a band like chris kiss should never try to right. impress because you're a critic are you a writer or a critic? I'm both. Okay. Are you? Can you be satisfied musically with anything in general? Or well, let's start with Kiss albums. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there have been there have okay. been good Kiss albums. There Were you been. satisfied with that one? Did he scratch w- that with itch? the elder? Yeah, for you oh, critics, it was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so the opposite. Uh, yeah. It did the opposite of what it, they wanted. It, it did, and I don't even know why they felt like they had to try to do that then, because they certainly had a critical base behind them, you know, that did like Alive and did like uh, Destroyer. And, you know, I, I'm not entirely sure where that, you know, where that the idea that they had to do some high concept album came from. But hmm. it's really wretched. <laughs> uh, looks like there's going to be an Elvis hologram. And if you've got an Elvis hologram, there's going to be a tour. Are, again, is there an audience for an Elvis hologram tour? We're going to find out because there's so many... There's so many ways to experience Elvis Presley. The guy's been dead for what? Right now. He's 50? been dead since 77. Yeah, all going on 50 years. So, you know, they're going to find out. So the, you know, the, the some of the same people who have worked on the ABBA hologram and some of the other, hol- or the ABBA avatar show, some of the uh, other holograms have created Elvis Evolution, which is going to premiere in November in London and then supposedly, you know, move on to Las Vegas, Tokyo and Berlin. Um, these will be other versions of the show. And it's, you know, they, they're using home video footage, personal photos, uh, concert, you know, footage that exists. And they're using AI technology along with hologram technology to create what they claim will be the most convincing hologram and the most authentic Elvis Presley experience you'll be able to have. I mean, we'll have to reserve judgment for 11 months, it sounds like. But is there an audience for it? Um, I don't know. (laughs) You know, there's certainly an audience for all these Elvis tribute shows and imitators and, and everything. So if you're actually seeing something that feels closer to the real deal, maybe there's an audience. Well, if so. Taylor Swift just broke Elvis's record for most weeks at number one. Are you getting plenty of, uh, I don't know, images and footage of Taylor to hologram her so that her, her and Travis's kids can live off of that forever? Makes you wonder. I do. Makes you, yeah, makes you wonder what current acts, knowing this and seeing you know, what happened with ABBA and the Beatles and other things, you know, what are some of these current hit makers or even relatively recent hit makers from the 80s or 90s, you know, what are they doing now in terms of accumulating footage and materials that could then be turned into something either after they're gone or after they, you know, are no longer capable. I think with Taylor Swift, we should go, with Taylor Swift, we should go step further like Ted Williams and save her head, freeze it when, you know, when, when God forbid she dies. Well, it's a long way off. Hopefully that won't. Yeah, it's a long way off. We do the Ted Williams on that. You know, we just uh, 
freeze the head and save it for the future. Uh, you know, <laughs> we'll put that. We'll put that in the suggestion. All right, cut off. I'm sure there's a lot of Swifties out there who would be. Uh, who would be happy to like pass it around? Everybody take a week with the head. Sure. Dusty Hills, uh, Dusty Hills house sold. What it actually went on the market. I mistyped that in our in our message. Yeah, it, it's it's now on the market. It was a, it's a five thousand square foot uh, home in College Station, Texas. That's where Texas A and M is, I believe, and uh, it's the place he he owned with his wife, uh, who's an actress, Charlene McCrory Hill. And uh, it was originally going to be priced at 4.5 million. It's now at a bonus or a bargain, uh, three point almost four million. So it dropped at about a half million. Uh, 78 acres, you know, surrounded. Uh, oh, it has yeah. has all sorts of amenities and luxuries. You know, he spent that eliminator money well and and lived well. His. Uh... I don't even know what to call it. I don't want to call it an outbuilding because it's way nicer than that. Oh, yeah, just yeah. His, just his place where he hung out and kept his collectibles and all that. His man cave. Yeah, his man barn is what it uh, is. Yeah, it was. It's or man uh, mountain. man mountain. Is super cool. I oh, mean, yeah. That, that, that thing alone was spectacular. I saw yeah. it on that little, what's that, a little little band from Texas. Little yeah. old band from Texas. Yeah. Documentary. Yeah, no, no, he definitely created a nice, comfortable place for himself out there. Nice front porch. So, and now, and now yes. we, we could have it if we pull together. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a long commute from uh, <laughs> Either, either college. buy Dusty Hill's home or buy a bowl game. <laughs> it will be. Tickets to a bowl game. <laughs> Let's buy Dusty's house. I just think we'd okay. enjoy it more. Yeah. It'll last, and it, it'll be more lasting value to it. Yeah, it's 78 acres, right. too. I like that. Yeah, no, a lot of wilderness. Snoop Dogg's going to the Olympics again. Snoop Dogg's going to the Olympics. We've talked about this right. on and off all week. Yeah, so, you know, he uh, at the last Summer Olympics, he and Kevin Hart uh, were doing commentary for Peacock. Now Snoop is going to be part of the NBC team uh, in the Olympics. He'll be That's doing commentary on event. That's a promotion, right? Really? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're gonna, and they're going to send him out to explore Paris. Okay. And interact with the people. Good thing it's not Amsterdam, or we might not see Snoop uh, very much. But it'll be it'll be in Paris, I'm sure. You know, we'll we'll see Snoop having a baguette or two. Yeah, um, convening with the people. I, I think Is it'll he going to wear a beret. You think? Pardon? Is he going to wear a oh, beret? Maybe. I don't think he has Striped to. Shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't right think he Snoop has Sally. to. But but yeah, no, he might. No, I think this will be this will be good and fun. I'm, I'm enjoying the Olympics. Promotion stuff, the Megan Thee Stallion commercial with the talking horse is a lot of fun. You know, the pitch meeting uh, with the NBC people. It just seems like they're going into this with a real spirit of entertainment. So, yeah, it'll be about, you know, the sports and the competition and the athletes. But I think I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. Have you seen the Tanya Tucker, Brandy Carlisle album production documentary? The documentary, yeah. Yeah. After I wouldn't have been excited about this story, but I saw that, and Brandy Carlisle is ridiculously talented. She is. Um, and now there's a rumor she's done or is doing an album with Elton John? Well, according to Pete Townsend of The Who, he was doing an interview with, uh, with, a, with a British publication, and he said that, that Elton and Brandy Carlisle have made an album together. The story, as Pete Townsend put it, was that Elton was feeling at loose ends after the end of the farewell tour, finally, and uh, wanted to do something. So he reached out to Brandy and apparently recorded an album in 
a couple of weeks that Townsend said is wonderful. Now, Elton has has also spoken about having done an album with Bernie Taupin again, entirely with Bernie Taupin. So it's unclear whether that's this album or there's yet another one that he did with Bernie. But hopefully, now that the cat's out of the bag, hopefully we'll get the details of it fairly soon. All right. Where do you want to finish up this week, Gary? Spice Girls. Um, story, <laughs> story that just came in this morning. So it's, it's Hot it's, off it's, the presses. This is their 30th anniversary year, as we know. All sorts of rumors about what they might and might not do in terms of performing. We still don't know anything there yet. But we do know now that the anniversary will be celebrated with an official issue of Royal Mail stamps. And, you know, these, of course, have been done for other artists. Recently, the Royal Mail has figured out, guess what? You put out a line of ACDC stamps, you're going to make a lot of money. So they're doing one for the Spice Girls. Uh, because they make the stamps and people keep them. They don't even have to right, exactly. right. for those stamps. Right. Yeah, people buy them, it's they collect them. And so it's going to be, I think it's seven... Seven stamps depicting historic moments in the Spice Girls' career, including performances. I would think there's five stamps. They each get their own, right? And then there's two stamps of... Something like that, yeah. There are there are pictures of them out there uh, now. So, you know, that'll be exciting. I'm sure that'll do really well. I know know one guy in the studio who's going to buy a whole sheet of them. There you go. Maybe more than one sheet. One. By one to send, by one to send, one to keep, one to send to friends. I have a sheet of Mister Rogers stamps when they came out that are still in the in the package. Yeah, no, listen, the U.S. Postal Service is hip to that too. They've done Elvis stamps, they did John Lennon stamps. You know, they've done a lot of commemorative things. You know, and then I think they've made collectors of a sort out of people who weren't necessarily going to be collectors before. But you want to have these stamps. You know, maybe more than you want to have the. You know, 1932, rare issue, whatever. Well, if you've got the upside-down airplane or something. Right. But if you've got a music room or something like that. Oh, yeah. What a a cool thing. There's my Elvis stamps. There's my Spice Girl stamps. There are my... Did the Beatles get a stamp? Um, I believe so. I know in Britain they did. Johnny Cash get a stamp? Yeah. 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 So, you know, I mean, they're out there. I think Dolly got a stamp, didn't she? Who was that? Dolly? Dolly. I think... I think... Yeah, we have to go look. You can tell who's not a stamp collector. Uh, yeah, right. That would be but, all uh, of us. But they, yeah. but they do come. They do seem to come through. So, all right, Gary, we're out of time. All right, you guys have a great week. Good luck to the Packers. Oh, this by weekend. the way, thanks yep. for the uh, for the holiday pretzels. That yeah, as you always, said. as always, you're welcome. Yeah, Rock broke those out this morning. Excellent. Well, that, that nothing says breakfast like a good pretzel. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly. Yeah, Amen you know how that, that goes. Yeah, hey, when, yep. you're, when you're on the go. That's it. All right, Gary, we'll talk talk to you next week. week. Gary Graff, our music expert.